Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 103 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this podcast on a lovely Monday morning. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host. And I'm Lee Paddock. <laughs> You'll get that as in just a second. As always, spoiler alert for this almost 40-year-old movie. Oh, 30. 30, but still, oh, we're old. Um, we're not that old. But this week, uh, we watched a movie that was chosen by moi. Uh, and that movie was Revenge of the Nerds 4, Nerds in Love. Um, oh, yeah. And quite, and real quick, before we get into this podcast, I want to say up front, um, please uh, share, like, and leave a comment on the podcast. It really helps us out. And mm-hmm. it's a great way to get, uh, help the podcast for free. Thank you very much. So let's just jump into this. Um, I will be doing a quick little synopsis. I don't own this movie, so we don't get the great DVD back. The, but this one's a, just a quick little synopsis. Lewis and his nerdy friends attend Booger's wedding to the daughter of a rich Republican. But nerd haters in the family do everything possible to prevent the wedding going ahead. Meanwhile, Lewis awaits the eagerness, the, waits with, awaits with eagerness the birth of his unborn, fertile child. Fetal. Uh, fetal? Oh, they misspelled that, I think. Because nobody cares. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, everybody. Get ready for a war. But, um, yes, yeah, so Revenge of the Nerds 4. You're probably like, Revenge of the Nerds 4? There's four of those motherfuckers? Most people probably don't even know there's two Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> let alone three, let alone four. But, yes, there is four. Maybe. I watched this saga uh, back in my <laughs> big movie um, watching time back in the er- my early uh, late teens, early twenties. Um, I wa- I love the first movie. I know it's controversial. Well, yes, there's a very controversial scene in the begin in the movie, not in the beginning, in the movie. Well, there's a bunch of controversy, but it's an eighties movie, so there's tons of con- there's the but- scenes where they like put cameras in the sorority rooms uh, uh, mm-hmm. dorms and yeah. just film them naked. That's super problematic. There's the literal scene where he dresses up as the girl's boyfriend and then they have sex. The and then rape scene. She de- yeah. Okay, we don't have to use the hard R word. The algorithm doesn't like that. Um, sorry. Uh, not sorry. S A. <laughs> yes. Um, that super problematic. Um, and there's no excuse. All it goes, uh, but it's a movie and this is a podcast and go fuck yourself. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I love that movie still. Okay. I'm never going to do that stuff. Whatever. Um, but then the second one, I like when I discovered there was more because I remember just like typing willy nilly after watching this one back in that nerd face. I'd watched it when I was younger, but then like when I was in that big movie purge, I was also or not purge, but watching fest. I was also binge. Wa- binge. Yeah, better word. I was also rewatching a lot of childhood movies um, with romance. Revenge of the Nerds has some really good romance in it as well. As a kid, I thought that romance was a lot better. When an adult, you realize it's a little more problem. <laughs> it's still whatever. I know. Aren't these movies great? <laughs> yes. Fuck you. Um, so I then like I, the I typed in it. I, when I looked it up, I was like, there's a second one and a third one and a fourth one. What the fuck? So I immediately watched the second one. 
The second one, it's okay. It's basically the first one, but in um, uh, a beach town, and you don't get the main nerd from the first one, the guy who comes, the doctor in Anthony the ER. Edwards, yeah. He's in it for like the first second. He's like, oh, man, I can't believe I broke my leg. That's Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's how they get him out of the movie. <laughs> um, so it's like that. I don't really care about it that much from that standpoint. Um, it was okay, but whatever. The third one, it's the one where they try to like reinvent themselves. It's like still like straight. To, it's straight to VHS. The reboot, but yeah. it is a little bit of a rebootish. Like they have the new nerds. It's the new, yeah, it's the new nerd generation. They still have the main old nerd, but now he's like trying to be cool and fit in, and he's like, oh yeah, the one who goes, <laughs> yeah, he tries to be. He the tries one who to stop doing that stuff. In the first one. Yeah, 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 now he's married with his lover victim, but um, <laughs> his lover victim, yeah. <laughs> um. But yes, in the third one, they the the the, uh, the the jocks try to retake the school. It's that kind of plot. Um, the third one's fine. Um, I don't find the cast as lovable as the cast from the first one. Um, it's a lot of like comedians I like, still. I like the comedians that they have because I know. Yes, they, they they try to do that. They just get a lot of young comedians and then they put them in like, oh, that's what you do. The only thing you is, you put like, a bunch of young comedians together and it makes the movie fun. You don't really give them a lot to do. Well, the fourth one, that's not. This isn't their movie. It's the third one I'm talking about. I know because the the main ones from the third one. There's the a lot same. of ones in the third one that don't come back in this fourth one. Mm, interesting. Um, so then we get the fourth one, now the, the one that we're talking about. Okay, I like this one. Obviously, you can tell from the title, Nerds in Love. Now, they all have little bits of romance. But in the third one, the rain romance is still just the main guy and girl from – or the second main guy and main girl, uh, the essay victim, um, yes. fr- um, from the first movie. That's the main romance because they have like a rocky – like something oh, – their marriage is on the rock. Okay, and they get saved. That's the main romance. There's nothing new – no new romance. The second one, the, it's also the main romance. That's what it kind of filed – like was a little late. They just kept making that the main romance in the movies after the main dude fell off of them um, after the second first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the fourth one, we get new. We get Booger's Romance. Um, everyone loves remember lovable booger from the first movie. He's the gross He's guy. He's the who gross one. And farts and picks his nose. And in the second one, He's also um, like the sleazy one too cuz he's the one who like uh like orchestrates all the kind of fucked up pranks and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like yeah. He's, he's the, the one who has contact with the Omega Moose. Yes. Um, he, um, in the second one, he's just booger. And in the third one, it's after they've, gra- this is a couple years after they, this is years after they've graduated. Um, and now he's a lawyer, uh, ambulance chaser, an ambulance chaser. And in the fourth one, he's still a lawyer, but still an ambulance chaser. And it's still just years after that's the dirt. One of the pieces of dirt that they dig up on him in this movie. Yeah. But she knew about that. So that dirt didn't work. Um, cause obviously she knew he was, a we lawyer. all gotta make a living. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, chuck it, football. And when you find out in the third one, he's actually very successful. He might be an ambulance chaser, but he's very successful at it. Um, so he's not broke or nothing. Hell yes. Yeah, none of the nerds are broke because the nerds are like it's spe- uh, their own species. They're like their own movies. race. And it's, their it's, own fashion. That opens up its own like 
Yeah, there's always this undertone joke that's never like fully addressed, but it's always like there that the nerds are being equated to like black people. That's why like nerds is like a bad word and like yeah. But then they take the word back and it's like okay, this is very. It's a little strange. And like yeah, they they just and they even add a new one in this one, nouveau nouveau riche, nouveau riche. for the Republicans, like the rich, new rich, rich Republicans, new rich, yeah, Francois, Francois, yes, this one is about Booger's wedding to a, a former Moo as well. Um, just a new character. There's no like yeah, it's one like past. romance just comes completely well, out of the blue. Yeah, because it's literally. Years like, like, what do you mean? I, I thought it would be. A he didn't have from a romance like the in the first movie. movie. No, I thought it would be something like there was that would no... be set up in the third movie. Well, like what he would have married. Like, yeah, he, but he like, was. It he was... met this girl in the third movie. Did he? No, because in the third movie, what like in the third movie, what he met a he met a college girl. They were they had been like it was like the third movie is like five or more years after they've graduated. It'd be kind of creepy. Why are they friend. hanging around like these other? Because they were. Oh my god. The movie. You should have shown me these other movies. I don't want to show you that one. Just like this. Then I have no basis for any of this. Just like when I showed you Star Trek 2. It's okay, but not really. Okay, it's Revenge of the Nerds. You can't really go like when there's like. I need some context. There's just these characters who I don't know. I do know Booger. Yeah, I know Booger, but I don't know this girl, and then I just I'm yeah, automatically I told assume. You, but I told you when the movie started, this girl is just in this movie. Uh, what? Why, why, why does it have to be a girl that he met from the four movie? Why can't because he have met a girl in between? Because it feels like this comes out of nowhere. It just starts. Well, you haven't seen it. It definitely or three. feels like... Exactly, and you won't show those to me, don't so I have no basis. Mike Lee. I can't help it. Well, you're coming off like Darth Vader right now. Probably. <laughs> Probably, yes. I apologize. We're still getting used to the new, new microphones. Um, well, it's not very complicated. Literally, in the third movie, he's just a lawyer defending the new nerds that, against the, wa- the job. When I am watching this movie, mm-hmm. I have I'm, I have questions like, who's this character? Was he in the third one? Was he in the second one? Like, I what? told you every character as they came on where they were from. The big fat guy, third movie. The guy who gets the MILF, third movie. Booger, uh, Ogre becomes a nerd feel, in the second movie. I just think... The the main jock guy becomes a nerd in the third movie. And just spends that the whole movie gets in bed. in the third movie. That one guy, yeah. The yeah. guy who becomes the nerd spends the whole movie with shingles. The rest of the characters, most of the, the cast are characters you know. Why would any of her family be from the other movies? No, the actual, like, fiancé I'm talking about. I thought she was in the third one. No. And then she was an established character. No, she's just... So then that's... All right, well, that's my problem, is that this just comes out of fucking nowhere. It's Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds in love. Yeah, the fourth one. There's not a cinematic universe, Lee. They've given up. At they have point. not given up. They're just like let's yeah, do a, they put like a Valentine's the barest minimum of, amount of effort into writing this fucking thing. Lee just yeah. can't take my movies. He's got not do... this one. I didn't hate. This wasn't like my chauffeur or that's my boy. Um, but yeah, this movie annoyed me a little bit. A little bit. 
talking about it is annoying. <laughs> Sounds like me and the master. Oh, got him. Distortion. Um, but yes, even res- despite Lee's blatant prejudice against my movie, um, I enjoy this movie. It's cute. It's wholesome. That's the real reason Lee hates it. Lee hates anything wholesome. So if it's wholesome, he's got to start like, how can I rip this apart? Well, uh, I'm going to make up things to care about. (laughs) There's no need to care about some nerd who has literally like two lines in the Goddard movie. I have to care about something. You care about Booger. I don't give a shit about Booger. He's an but asshole. That's the, oh. He's a sleazy piece of garbage. So many and characters in this show are sleazy. Makes no sense to me. Like Why? It, because it just comes out of nowhere. They have no chemistry at all. They feel like they're ages apart. Like he looks like. Well, that's his whole thing. He looked forty when he was in the first movie. Yeah, exactly. Like I get she's a nerd and she's socially awkward and ooh, ooh, ooh. what an excuse. But this still, like, comes off as just, like, we need something to happen for the fourth one. Let's just have one of them get married. Yes. Oh, and let's have Booger get married because that would be funny. Yes. It's not. But it is, in my opinion. Yeah. Comedy is subjective. That's fine. I'm just saying, for me, personally, I didn't buy it. I just think you need to not take things so serious. You put all movies but, under this microscope of like a cinephile that they all have to be like drink because your milkshake. I don't believe in like oh I have to turn my brain off. That's fucking stupid. No, I'm but not. But that's what turn movies is. Movies off. are escapism. But they don't have to be stupid. But they don't always have to be smart. But they don't have to be retarded. But they don't have to be smart. They have to have some level of fucking Not always. Yes, they do. No. Because then it's just this. Nothing. Which is fine. Okay, it's fine for you, but this is not entertainment for me. This is why this movie is buried under the sands of time. Nobody wants the... Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gave a shit while they were making it. It's the cheapest... Uh. Most garbage-looking movie that you've shown me. Because it's... Well, one, it's a TV movie. And it looks like a TV movie. Mm-hmm. It just screams fucking TV movie. Yeah, this is, it's terrible in terms of production value. In terms of comedy. Maybe life, like laughed a couple of times... So it doesn't really pass, like, the funny comedy test. So no. you gotta turn it off. Nope. Mm-mm. But that's how you have to go into this movie. If you go into it thinking I can... you're gonna hate it no matter what, you're gonna hate it more than you should. Okay, because this isn't my type of movie, honestly. Because I don't like watching this. To me, like, this is nothing. Okay, it's about a wedding. It's about a wedding. Yes. Another movie about a wedding. <laughs> it's the second movie I've shown you about a wedding. And again, it's another movie about nothing. Well, that's... <laughs> Where nothing happens. Barely anything yes, happens. Yes, Lee hates wholesome. Maybe... Okay, I... 
I'll you gotta this, just stop saying nothing week. happens because something's happening, but it's just not something you want to be happening. A wedding happening is something. I'll give this movie something that it that more happens in this than in Breaking Dawn Part One. Well, yes, Breaking Dawn Part One is Part One. Yeah, it's just a fucking. It's wedding. the wedding, but the wedding is something. You can't say the wedding and the honeymoon it's, but are this nothing. This is like a world just because with like, like vampires and people. Yes, turn and this into story dogs. is based on one romance and one love in this world of vampires. It's not talking about the world of vampires fully. It does a little bit yeah, peripherally. It focuses on the least interesting aspect. In your opinion. Opinion. Yes. But the way you talk about these movies, especially mine, is you talk so matter of fact. Like these suck. Whenever I talk about your movies, I say, I hate this movie. I think this movie sucks. Okay. So I'm just saying you got to just, I don't go, I sometimes, I joke around saying I'm going to go into movies, your movies hating it. differently. But I think you also need to go into my movies a little bit more with my perspective. I'm not saying that's going to make you like them, but then you can see why people, you, if you're going to go into I this movie why just like, like you, if I watched my your movies solely like just me who likes wholesome, I would hate everything you've ever shown me. Except for like a handful of things. I've liked quite a bit of the stuff that you've shown me like step up i didn't think i was gonna like that yes and that's wholesome i guess but i'm not saying you'll like it but like you won't have these such hard like this movie has yes it has terrible production but you're thinking you got to think of like their budget was probably like ninety thousand dollars i know but still these aren't comparable to the same movies yes that are coming out at like that like going into mainstream like thing you can point out these flaws, but it's not like, oh, that those flaws necessarily make it like just overall suck. Sometimes that's part of the charm of a low budget movie. And a lot that's why romances are made because they're low budget. You can do a romance in a uh, for in just a wedding. Because people go to watch a romance just for the romance. Yes, I know that's inconceivable to you. But there's a whole yeah. industry in the books, in the manga, in the TVs, in the movies of romance. Yes, and there's a whole industry of your shit, too. Of the serious dramas and the gore and the, the mystery and the horror weird, and the thrillers. Weird stuff. And the weird-ass shit. Yes. But there's just... Sterling just took a break to scratch his balls. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> As is tradition. And there's a woodpecker right outside my window. That's pretty awesome. I can hear it. I didn't over even and know we had wood, woodpeckers out here. Yep, they're annoying. I wish I would go <laughs> kill it. My dog would uh, allegedly go kill it. Um, but yes, um, let's get into now that we've tuckered ourselves out oh, with Jesus. a little debating. Let's get into a little trivia for this movie. I'm surprised there's even some. <laughs> I wonder if you folks can even hear it. Probably not. Maybe these mics are a little better, but it is pretty loud. My window's open. It's just pounding on that wood. It's like, shut up. Pecking at it. Shut up, motherfucker. All right, so let's get it. Here's a little trivia. Originally presented during the Fox Television Network's May 1994 sweeps event called Fox-O-Rama. God. (laughs) So nice. Which was presented in 
Anal Gilf Anal Glyph 3D whatever it's it was in 3D and Aroma Vision Aroma Vision viewers were prompted to use scratch and sniff cards from their Foxorama kits which could have been bought at a participating 7-Eleven store stores for 35 cents like god this is that's so 90s that's such a 90s thing a company would do because there's no internet Smellorama for this? That's like hilarious. Smellovision? Yeah, there and it was in 3D too. Oh my god. Which is crazy. 3D? Why? Why? Cuz I think 3D ever since it's been created has had these moments in time where it's like they get it gets pushed. It gets popular for like a few and then everyone years. and then everyone realizes oh this like, sucks. Oh this is stupid. This gives me a headache even if it looks good. Like no matter how good it gets and it it's still too gives me expensive a to do it right. You can't you Here's the thing and then we're going to go off on a tangent for a second. Um you know 3D became popular in the early 2010s after the first Avatar Which came is like out. it's like fourth time getting popular in its life. Mm-hmm. It's like every 30 years because in the 80s there was like Because a, they'll like make a new invention that makes it a little better and then one movie will come out and it'll be really popular in 3D. Avatar was the thing that launched the 2010 popularity yeah, of it. And here's, here's the thing about but Avatar. But Avatar was made for 3D. They shot with specific... 3D cameras. The rest of the movies that came out after Avatar had 3D filters put on it. They were converted in post. That's why they get headaches. Because things are coming at you that aren't supposed to be coming at you, and or they would make, or it would make good movies crappy because you could tell they were making it for 3D. So you're like, why is popcorn being flung in my face right now? This is supposed to be a serious movie. Yeah, or like I remember in like Mad Max, like Harry Potter 3D sucked. Made no reason. For the fifth one, yeah, I remember seeing the fifth one in 3D. It was garbage. Give me a headache. Uh, but yeah, I remember in Star Mad Wars Max. In 3D was stupid. Mad Max Fury Road. There was a scene we saw it in 2D. Because we weren't gonna pay forty dollars to watch a movie. But yeah, I remember there was a scene where something explodes, and then it like flies at the camera, and it's like clear. This was a 3D that shot. That it was meant to be like. That's what you 3D. could. Yeah, during the 2010s, you could you would be watching a movie, and you'd be like, "This was 3D." Mm-hmm. This was for the 3D. 3D be makes more sense for kids and animated movies because it's easier to do. Yeah, like for like How to Train Your Dragon. And a kid, and I would entertain a kid more. I heard the 3D and How to Train Your Dragon is really good. Yeah, because it's one animation, so you just kind of like I don't know, smart stuff make it, and you don't have the like special cameras to film it. Um, and it just it, it just seems like more of a gimmick for kids. And the, the kid would be like, oh, the other thing oh, about Avatar is that, like, yeah, James Cameron has the most expensive, most high tech equipment. Yeah, and he made so, his movies around 3D, being part of the thing, so it fits. You know, not every studio has access to the yeah. type of stuff. James that, Cameron money. Because he's, you know, he's the richest. Or Fox Orama kits. <laughs> That's you know, such a funny The game. most cutting edge 3D. And nowadays that'd be like $2.95. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't pay. You <laughs> wouldn't pay for that. God, that'd be crazy. I remember Smellovision becoming a thing in the early two thousands. Yeah, that was a thing. I guess they had it in the early nineties too. I think that's where it started, and then it kind of came back for a second in the two thousands. Like a three D. 
according to Curtis Armstrong, this film was the pilot for a proposed TV series featuring That's what the it feels like. Dawson. Now it makes so much more sense. That does. I didn't know that trivia piece, but that does make sense because I've seen a lot that of puts movies. This into context, honestly. There we go. That makes sense. That makes sense. This is basically just a and feature it was gonna be on his pilot. Life. It was going to be on his life. That's hilarious. Oh, I wish we got that show. God, it would be so... Although he's not on screen at the time, Booger can be heard at the bridal shower yelling, Hey, Takashi, what happened to Gilbert? This is a brief reference to Lewis's, Lewis's best friend from the other films in the series. I think it's the Anthony Edwards character, the yeah. main nerd. <laughs> Sadly, he's dead. I didn't even think... I didn't even hear that line. That was another thing. There were, like, points where, like, I couldn't hear, like, the dialogue. It felt... It was muffled. And there's a lot of, like, uh, that, like, postscript adding of talking. Uh, ADR. ADR, yeah. Words. Um... The only characters who appear in all four nerd movies played by the same actors each time are Louis Skunalsnik, Mr. Skunalsnik, Dudley Booger Dawson, and Lamar Luttrell. Oh, that's hilarious. That's crazy. Lamar is in all four movies. That's funny. This is the only film in the series in which Stan Gable's character appears where he is not an antagonist. Yeah, he's Sorry, my a... dog made a noise. In the first film, he was originally an antagonist. In the third film, he slowly became Lewis's friend. Aw. I would have liked to have seen that. <sighs> the third one's so boring. The only revenge of the nerds film in which the character Gilbert does not appear. Oh. Which one was Gilbert? That was the main nerd, right? Huh. I guess it wasn't. I don't know. No, I think Gilbert is... Um... Oh! Oh! That's yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, he's the redhead. The, the crazy redheaded gin the curly haired one who goes yeah, ah! He was in ah! the, he in was the, in the second and the third one. He Sorry had about severe that. autism. Like some of us. Um Donald Gibb reprises his role as Ogre. Gibb's character did not appear in Revenge of the Nerds three, the next generation. I remember that. Maybe that's why you didn't like the third one so much. My wasn't in it anymore. Ogre. The character I identify with. At the end of the oh, movie, God, Louis Sklokosnik says, It's going to be a great year. Sklokosnik said the same line in Revenge of the Nerds, 1984. God, this movie was made 10 years after. Call back, call back, call back. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. The first one was in 1984. That's wild. Um, 1984. After the end credits, Louis, Booger, and their wives are... Oh, I know. That's the fucking same thing. You're stupid, you dumb thing. Stupid tab. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, this will be Lee's favorite thing. Here's some errors in the movie. Lewis tells Betty he did the bunny hop with the woman at the stag party. They actually did the conga. Oh. Racist. (laughs) Lee's liberal now. He dyed his hair pink. At Booger's bachelor's party, the spy camera is permanently fixed inside a statue and is stationary. Later, when Jeannie's father shows the video to his family... The shots are panned when they could, should have been stationary like the camera was. Bam. Knowledge. When Trevor Golf is dancing, Amateur. The, hat he, the hat he's wearing comes and goes between shots. I didn't notice that. <laughs> In one scene at the pro- 
prenuptial party, Lois has tor- has torn her dress off, and Harold chases her alongside the pool. In the very next scene, they are in the background of Trevor and background of Trevor dancing, and Lois's dress is still intact. Why would she put it back on? Come on, you can't always be running around naked. He obviously Man. caught up to her. Bangity bangity bang. <laughs> and then uh bangity bangity bang. And she put the dress back on. She bang. She bang. Mm-hmm. She she knew. <laughs> um, let's let's see how many are there. Ooh. 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 Ugh, this movie how, doesn't. What the fuck? Let's put the whole did, script up here. They literally have just basically typed up the uh, whole movie. This is yeah. a transcript of the whole movie. There's so. The, the first movie hat is the one with the real quotable lines. This one has someone. Well, I oh, this really. one's kind of funny. Lee cringed at this one. Trevor, it isn't a nice. It isn't nice to moon. Oh, it isn't. No, it isn't. Mr. Ogamund, well, you see, Trevor, Mr. Ogre is a converted nerd, okay? He used to be a jock, so he's he's still a little rough, rough around, around the edges. Yeah, I remember that. Jocks? Is he from France? Because Trevor's British. That's what makes yeah, him a nerd. He's, I just want to mention that character real quick. He's played by a comedian that R. I really R. liked, uh, John Panette, yes, and passed away a few years ago. Um, It just, I don't know, like... It was really weird that they had him playing, like, a British guy. Well, that's something you totally do in the 90s. I don't know. Could have been a better way to get your fat, funny guy to to be in your movie. Yeah, but his... What, he was just supposed to be, like, booger, but, like, fat? I don't know. I don't think really, like, that comedian would play that role that well. I think he plays better, like, the posh... Oh, nerd... Whatever. Stan, you are such a nerd. I sure am. Is that the former jock guy who gets shingles? I think so. I don't want to read these quotes. They're not that good. And there's so there's, there's like, so many. The whole script up here. Yeah, it's just a transcript. Mm. The whole movie. The the best uh, line in the movie is. Well, that's in all of them, right? Because he's in all of them. Robert Carradine. Uh, he latched on. He's probably the one pushing the series. I wonder why they made the series He's like about the Booger. mascot. He's like the mascot. Because Booger has the funny name. He does. And it's the 90s where everything's like, ha oh. This is the thing. In, yeah, in the 80s, too. Like, oh, he's got a funny name. His name's Booger. Ha <laughs> ha. Does not have a budget or a box office because I don't think it. It got wasn't it. released in theaters. No, no. Sadly, sadly. Well, we just read the trivia know, that this was I know, meant to be a pilot. Still, it's still sad. Still should have got a. It's not like Star Wars, where that the pilot for the Clone Wars show was got actually released, released in theaters. But that Clone Wars show is awesome. Yeah, well, so I hear. I haven't watched it. And the movie's good too. Um. All right. Well, I think we all know what time it is. Is it already questions. that time? Oh, questions? I think we got some questions. Questions? Hey, hey, sir, Lee, we have questions. You got questions for me? Uh, 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 uh. Questions for Lee, the nerd. Oh, I got a wedgie. 
All right, Lee. Um, first things first. Do you? What's your opinion of the first Revenge of the Nerds? I've always liked it. I always thought it was a funny movie. It's an eighties classic. Yes, it's definitely like of the time when uh, you could pretty much just do anything in comedies. Um, it was the same year actually it came out. Uh, yeah, it came out as the same year as another movie that I really like. That is also a very raunchy like eighties comedy that's kind of been forgotten, but it stars Tom Hanks. And it's called Bachelor Party. I've never seen that one. I know it's. A, I've I heard of it. Se- I haven't seen it. I heard in it's a classic. Years, but yes, I remember watching. And I probably shouldn't have been watching it when I was so young, but because <laughs> there's lots of nudity in it. Um, but yeah, like I like raunchy '80s comedies. I showed you Caddyshack. Yes, which sort of fits in this particular genre i would say yes even though caddyshack for me kind of fell a little flat except for bill murray's character yeah um and of course there's that there is the questionable scene with lewis yes perhaps you're that nerd (laughs) how are you so good at this well you know you know, Jaxos care about sports, and we don't really. <laughs> yeah, Lee has such a problem with that scene, but he's remembered it word for word. Because I mean, how could you not? <laughs> oh, he's just used it for justification in court cases. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's it's always been a funny movie. I always like the part where they do the little music performance. Yeah, everybody, so clap song. your hands. It's one of my favorite scenes from when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a great cinematic moment. That movie is well made and looks like a real movie. Yes, but that one was... It was actually meant to be a movie. It wasn't meant to be a pilot. Yeah. And, you know, it's also got, like, John Goodman in one of his, like, funniest Yeah, anything with John Goodman is... Especially at that point, like... The Roseanne sort of Big Lebowski era. Yeah, he's going to be in Roseanne like a few years shortly after that movie came out. You just got your, your asses is whipped by, by a, a bunch, bunch of goddamn, goddamn nerds. nerds. <laughs> it's amazing. Whipped. <laughs> and then uh, the principal, who's actually sympathetic towards him, who shows up in over this the movie. Three movies, four movies, becomes fully nerdified. They take over. Bernie Case. The jocks live in a bum house. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I first saw the third one. messed up. That's what also made me a little disappointed about the third one because I thought in the third one, like, maybe the jocks were going to get, like, a little bit of redemption. Like, the nerds were going to be the evil guys. And not, like, completely take over, but, like, there'd be more of a balance. You know what? But that would wasn't. be an interesting subversion. It, it wouldn't be, be nice. Revenge of the Nerds, though, would it? Revenge of the Jocks? <laughs> Yes, but then you have, like, a, a middle ground ending. You can make it so, like, the jocks are the real underdogs. Like, things have sort of shifted so drastically. They're kind of the nerds now. They've become, yeah, they're the nerds now. Oh, you like sports? <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> Fuck you. 
prude. All right. Well, then I'm just saying, I'm like, just that's kidding. the attitude of that movie. Yes, I'm just kidding. That um, hypothetical movie. <laughs> well, Lee, for my second question for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you also a child when you saw Revenge of the Nerds? I saw it when I was pretty young. Um, I don't know if I understood a lot of it. It's again, it's R rated raunchy comedy. And you didn't know about uh, when did you find out about the sequels? Did you have any knowledge of any of the sequels before this? I think my dad might have told me about them because he was the one who showed me Revenge of the Nerds. Um, but he's not obviously he's not a fan. He's definitely not a fan of those movies. He just kind of he always told me about the second one because he always made fun of the title, Nerds in Paradise. <laughs> That's so goofy. <laughs> and you just you said it's basically just the first movie yep. on an island. That all I could already like picture the movie in my head. I showed you all the trailers for the movies. You they did get a little bit of backstory on some of them. And yeah, it just, it feels like they treat the nerds as like a segregated race and it's just like, "Oi. What is going What? It's like they carry that joke so far into these movies all the way up to the final installment they were going to take it into the show it just would have been a whole it would have been like pre-big bang theory like type of nerd humor yeah it was yeah if that show had been made it probably would have been something referenced in the big bang theory possibly or maybe it wouldn't make it past like the first season rude um, it was Fox, so probably not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, Lee, I'm going to have to ask you, we've heard it already, but but I want it again. What Out of everything, they, all your complaints about this movie, what's your biggest complaint? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not really that funny to me. Um, there's some moments I laughed at. Um, I always love those moments because I got to look at Lee as he laughs and the shame that fills his face. I didn't feel that shameful because there are some kind of moments like, oh, it's not terrible, but I don't know. The one, I guess, I guess it's just like the fact that this romance to me just comes out of nowhere. And this is like this, oh, he's just... They they don't have like there's no meet cute, there's no no some romances skip all that, they just cut to like oh they're already I, a couple. I don't know. I gotta I gotta see the formation of it. You get sometimes caught care. up too much in the technical shit of movies. Like oh they're supposed to be these things. It's like well no, no they don't well, doesn't have no. to. Be. There are rules no. No, especially in the room, like you just don't know this genre that well, so you don't understand. There's not always that, like there have to be the characters then, meet and do all that stuff. Sometimes you don't want to see that. Sometimes that gets repetitive too. When but it's I do always over and over. I do want to see, like you could, you have to be a good writer. This movie doesn't have a good writer. It doesn't have a good screenplay. Mm, I don't think. There's that, and then, yeah, the, the, just the fact that it looks so much like a TV movie, a TV pilot episode. 
Well, out of those three, I asked, what was your biggest? So, what's your biggest one? The romance. It sounds like it. You sound really hung up on that one, which is funny. Lee getting hung up on a romance. Before, what Lee couldn't even care about it. <laughs> Lee didn't even care about romances before. They were just part of a thing. And now Lee's having now, an opinion about them. I'm How invested. the tables have flippity bibbidied. Um. All right, Lee, this is going to be tough for you. Say something positive about the movie. What's something you well, liked about it? Well, okay. it might not be as difficult as you might think. Because I did say it while we were watching the movie. I appreciated Robert Carradine's commitment to his role of Lewis. And he holds that through all four movies. He clearly, I, he, he's having fun playing this role. The king of the nerds. Basically, yeah, this super ultra nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he does the laugh. Mm-hmm. You know he like he he clearly he's a professional, and he comes from a long line of you know family of actors and filmmakers and stuff. Oh, he does. Yeah, the Carradines. There's there's Robert Carradine. I think he's the youngest actually. Um, most of our generation will probably know Robert Carradine from Lizzie McGuire. He was Lizzie McGuire's dad. Oh. You don't remember that? I don't remember being a Carrigan, but yeah, I, I remember the dad a little bit. Yeah, it's Robert Carradine. Hmm. The nerd, you didn't notice that that's the nerd from Revenge of the Nerds. Might be, I just haven't seen it in so long. Yeah, that's him. Robert I Carradine. I don't remember the dad from Lizzie McGuire. Okay. I'd have to watch it again, and then it'd probably all flood back. I think it's on Disney+. Plus. <gasps> You're right. Lizzie McGuire, binge. Woo! Uh, and then you have uh, the middle brother, Keith Carradine, who... Actually, he might be the youngest. I'm not sure. Uh, he... I don't know. You probably haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. Uh, he was on Dexter, the show Dexter, uh, yeah. long, like many, many moons ago. Did a lot of movies in like the 70s and 80s. He was also on the first season of the show Fargo. Uh. Um, I feel like he hasn't really done as much as Robert Carradine or the oldest brother, David Carradine, who is somebody who we've actually seen. Uh, he's Bill. Kill Bill. Oh. And Kane and Kung Fu, which was a TV show that was really popular in the 70s, I think. Okay. Back when White Tarantino was a huge fan of David Carradine. Makes sense. That's why, even though he didn't go out in the greatest way. Yes. <laughs> Many jokes have been made at the expense of. Auto Auto erotic asphyxiation. Although some people are saying it might allegedly be something else. No. Murder? (laughs) Sadly, probably not. People just want to think that kind of stuff. Give it some dignity. Or make their lives a little more exciting. It's like, nah, he was just jerking off. And he died. (laughs) That's why you never do that shit by yourself. Always have a partner, everybody. Always have a partner. Always have a buddy. 
a cum buddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this message has been brought to you by the Cum Buddy Foundation. <laughs> Don't let your brother come alone. That's how you die. <laughs> More you know. I will not apologize. <laughs> Inside I'm... joke. Um. Okay. 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 Since that's my end of my questions, Lee, I'm gonna ask you. What's your rating? And final thoughts. Okay. My final thoughts. I don't really have any. This will probably be a movie that I make a joke about forgetting. (laughs) And it pisses off Sterling, which is why I say that all the time. And that's why I do Uh, other stuff to leave when the camera turns off. (laughs) Mics turn off. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just, like, I basically laid out most of my feelings on this movie. The romance makes no sense to me. It just comes out of nowhere. Uh, I didn't think the two characters even fit with each other. Um, I just gave her, just gave him this cute girl, almost as like a oh, trophy. Oh, it sounds like someone's got some pent up issues. So deeper. No, I don't know. He sounds so deeper. So deeper. If you, you and your are... TikTok. You're... No, no, no. That's Chris D'Elia. <laughs> so deeper. It's perfect. Because all of a sudden, like, he just gets this cute girl. So deeper. <laughs> yeah, okay. But no, literally, like, he, he, we don't see him actually, like, talk with her in the beginning. I mean, they break up, sort of, and they have to reconcile... But then it's like, it just happens immediately. She never stops liking him. Why would she? Why does she have to? Because when she finds out... Oh, yeah, didn't you forget to mention the fact that he has, like, a legitimate child? Because that's a made-up thing. He didn't actually have one. But did you mention that at all? Like, that's a whole, like, plot line? Like, the... Yeah, that's one of the ways they try to get rid of him is the the son-in-law makes up this illegitimate child... And then when it's, uh, he like just rents an orphan and then it gets like exposed and he gets fucked. And Lee's very hung up on like this whole like, well, she just pretty easily forgave that. It's like, well, he's something he didn't know about. And then also they, she didn't, they didn't really believe it again until, uh, he, they brought the child. The child. You mean the child. Bring me the child. Ugh. And then they adopt the child in then, which is cute. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. See, I'm already forgetting about this movie. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> get ready for the next podcast because it's going to be a roast. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Lee, Lee's gonna mm-hmm. pro- it's going to be the first podcast while Lee walks out on. Because <laughs> I just, just can't take can't the take disrespect it. to what Lee's movie, which will be announced in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. This movie is, is, it gets a four. Four out of I was expecting a two. No, it's not, it's not the worst movie ever. (laughs) But, uh, 
yeah, I mean, it's just like, whatever. It's a TV movie from the 90s. There's some things that kind of made me laugh, but, you know, the romance is stupid. There's a lot of stupid mm. stuff in it. It's not very entertaining. Mm. A lot of it's boring. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. Tune in to the next podcast for Revenge. Um, okay. Well, for mine, basically the reasons why Lee hates it are the reasons why I like it. Like we had we when we got in our little debate phase in the beginning, I not always, I like that in my brain on too, but for certain movies, that's why I can still like the big triple A movies and Lee's is like but it's just shiny colors. It's like, okay, yeah. I paid Ten dollars to fifteen dollars to sit in a nice, comfortable chair, turn my brain off, eat my popcorn or my pretzel, drink a fucking truly or three, be dabbed out beforehand. I don't want to always be like, but who raped the daughter? Like, like it doesn't. I I, I want to be sometimes like, like, but don't you? But how did the aliens? Who get the alien? Boom, boom! They're exploding. Awesome. Ah. Or just isn't this sweet and wholesome? It's just a nice, calming, like, ro- like romantic wedding. And it's not always like oh, then the men came out of nowhere and shot the wife in the face, and then he fucked her sockets. And he's like, Jesus, why is he fucking the sand? Like, is it? It's always got to be like that. The romances always don't have to be like weird, creepy, and like make you feel uncomfortable. It's a lot of Lee romances in his movies are just like this romance makes me uncomfortable. There's no love; it's just like ooh. Let's not forget the master's jerk off scene. Um, <laughs> real love there. Um, Jerks off into the ocean. Ugh. Or the wife when she gave him a hand job. Oh yeah. The master, but you um, remembered it. Yeah, I can remember anything disgust. in this movie. Well, because you make an effort not to. Um, that's why I'm better than you. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but I like this movie. It's cute. It's adorable. It's wholesome. There's no real problems. No real dramas. It's just let's the orphan gets adopted. They get married. The baby's bored. It's cute. The slum ball bug ball goes away. Yeah, they hold up the baby like, uh, like Lion, King. Lion King. Oh, then the first of the next gen, next next generation of baby nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So for this movie, I'm gonna give it a nice eight out of ten. Yep, it's a nice, wholesome 8 out of 10. It's got its flaws and everything, but like I said, I can ignore those kind of things because I'm not judging this movie against even the top romance movies. It's not being judged on the same... I, I it, it, it gets, It's getting judged on movies of, of its caliber. It gets judged against other TV romances. How does this stack up to Sorority Wars? How does this oh stack up God. to like, some, the Selena the Ghost? This is Sol- better than Cinderella. Sorority Wars. Sheesh. Um, but yes, and I just, I really enjoy it. And it's got a fond nostalgia feeling for me. Um, cause when I first watched it, I was like, Oh, like I watched it like 15 times. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, movie reference. Isn't that crazy in a podcast about movie? Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we go anywhere, I'm going to hand it back off to 
lead a bad And he's going to let us know what we'll be talking about and watching next week. Tell us, Lee, what movie I will be roasting beyond belief and will be crispier than your ancestors. Go. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that is some Got anti-Semitism Got right him. there. Okay. So. Got him. Yeah. Uh, the movie that I'm picking is definitely not going to be a wholesome romance movie. Uh, it's, uh, you know what? I'm going to preface this now and say this is a movie that I don't think is any kind of a masterpiece or even that much of an artistic Setting himself up some, like, defenses before. Just because he's worried. He's, he's ready for the, He knows the rose is coming upon his soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The judgment will be brought upon him, and his crimes will be brought to the light. Yeah, um, there are mo- there are parts of it that are like goofy, but y- y- you know what? I'm just gonna say it now. The movie that we're watching next week is the Warriors. Warriors, Warriors. come out to play. No, I haven't seen it yet, but everyone knows that scene. War has been recreated in Family Guy, cartoons, other movies, all tons of stuff. But it's iconic. Warriors, yeah. So yeah, that's what we'll be watching and talking about next week. And just know I'm preparing the big guns. Um, But yes, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you enjoyed the movie if you decided to watch it. Please, as always, leave us a rating, uh, rate and review and share the podcast. It really helps. Um, we'd love your feedback in the comment section about what movies we should maybe watch, check out ourselves in the future or what you think about the movie we talked about that week or movies that we've talked about or watched in the past. I mean, just talk, just leave us a comment. Share it to your friends and your family. Uh, anyone you know who likes pot, uh, movies and is maybe looking for some good movie recommendations, we have over a hundred episodes now. That's over a hundred movies that we've watched and recommended to you people. Um, you people. Um, so do that, please, and thank you. Um, yeah. Shameless plug time. Please. You can find our Instagram at It's Not the Worst Movie Ever Podcast. We post updates about the podcast episode when it's out. Um, little trivias about the movie. Our story is usually filled with just trivia about movies because we follow a lot of movie Instagrams um, on that thing. Um, in it, you'll also find our personal Instagrams linked. Uh, go to mine and you'll find uh, the taglines to my personal TikTok where I review magic cards, books, manga, animes, all that good stuff. Typical white boy shit. Um, you know how it be. You'll also find the uh, tag to my letterbox. Go over there. You'll see my reviews on uh, over 1,700 movies and counting. Um, you'll also find my dog's personal Instagram. She's an adorable little husk busk. Uh, I'm still pushing Lee to make his letterbox more of a thing, but you can find his on his personal Instagram. But, yes, that's it. Shameless plug. It's over. I know you tuned out. It's already off, but let's keep going. Let's go with the good bye. Everybody have a good week, and we will see you next week.
Sterling, come out to play. No.